Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast with iHeartRadio. Welcome to the Almost Famous podcast. We are here for something we've been waiting on for four years. Four years to do this. Have this moment. <laughs> That's actually very accurate. It is accurate. <laughs> we've been waiting four years for this moment. We're very excited for this moment. Um, and we hope you are too, but we want to hear your thoughts and opinions. So please, you know, comment on our social media. Uh, let us know, email us, let us know what you're thinking of the golden bachelor. We're here today to break down episode one of the golden bachelor with our golden bachelor, Gary, Ashley, take it away. I feel like you should take it away because this is the show that you've been waiting for and wanting to host and all that. Okay. I think, I think you should. Well, then I will. Here's the deal. Okay. Uh, what we look forward to going into this show, or we have been talking about for 
for months now is the idea that this show could transcend the other shows because of the storytelling piece. Now, night one, just like every other night one on any other show that The Bachelor has done is probably going to be the weakest storytelling that we get. In fact, I think I think any emotion that you felt uh, watching episode one and my wife, you know, definitely felt the emotion. I felt the emotion at times. I think week after week, it's just going to increase. All right. Would hope it would. And this starts out. And the reason I say this at the beginning is because we get uh, an in-depth look right off the bat of our golden bachelor, Gary. We hear his story. He's been married 43 years to his high school sweetheart. They um, have some beautiful kids. They have grandkids. And then um, he retires and they build their dream home. And then all of a sudden she becomes very sick. And a week later she passes. And he's now left alone. You know, he has his family. He has his grandkids, but he's left alone. And I would imagine Ashley... At 70 now years old, I think he's 71 to be exact, but it, you know, mm-hmm. she passed away in his 60s. I would imagine that only is a, a feeling of deep, deep grief and sadness and confusion, especially as you're entering into a monumental season of life with somebody. Uh, but it's also at some point when that grief and the sadness, you know, goes away and you become um still sad and you're still mourning the death of your loved one, but you're, you're moving on with life. I'm assuming it starts to get very lonely because you, a lot of the people I know in their seventies and eighties, they just miss that partner. And as Gary said it, like he just misses that person to lay beside at night and maybe not say a word, but that somebody else is there. Yeah. Um, let me tell you, that it was because of Gary's story in the beginning and how absolutely emotional it was that I actually, (laughs) I felt like almost too protective of him. Mm. Almost like nobody, I didn't like, I was like, okay, I've never, even though we've watched like, you know, former leads get broken up with the season previous, um, I've never felt so protective over someone and like feeling like no one like can compete. And like he said, like he doesn't want whoever he finds to compete with his wife. He wants to like find like a new and different type of love. But I almost, I just found myself being like, not worthy, not worthy. Are you like, do you think I'm cold hearted? I don't think you're cold hearted at all. I mean, I don't think you're pointing at any of these women being like, you're not worthy of him. You're not worthy of him. I think in general, you had a very similar feeling that Jessica had from the very beginning, which her very first tears that were shed, she goes, who's taking care of him? Like, <laughs> like I think it's a similar feeling of like, this is a sweet man. And he is obviously not looking for fame. He's not desiring fortune. All these things that I think The Bachelor started to get criticized for as of recent are out of the question for him. Um, you know, fame might feel good for a bit. This attention might feel fun and fascinating, but he's not looking for the fortunes. He's not looking for the Instagram deals. Uh, he's in this be- for this deep desire that maybe I could try something different to spark something up in my life at this age when excitement, it, you know, you, you don't get a lot of new in your seventies. There's not a lot of things that happen to you in your seventies that are new to you. 
um, maybe a grandchild, right? You've never experienced being a grandfather, you know, grandparent before. But this is new for all of these people, especially for him who is leading this franchise and leading this new show and getting the interviews now on television and having to respond to questions and figure out some like sneaky ways to answer them. And Jessica just starts crying. She's like, who's taking care of this man? Like, because then I know how they took That's care of you. That's very sweet of her. I like a fall. I, I, I default to thinking that the daughters are. They, they're, I'm, I'm guessing they're not around for all of this. I mean, Ashley, you know, you've been around you enough mean throughout the actual process. Yeah. I mean, they're not around for that. Uh. So they're not traveling with them on a plane. These interviews. I mean, oh, let's yeah. compare it for a second. Okay. Cause I think this is, this is an interesting conversation to compare. I think what we'll have to, through this whole season, at least for season one, compare and contrast to my experience, because I think, you know, as the bachelor, it might be the closest thing that we know today to what he's feeling now. Um, yeah. And I think that is something that I've had. I've, you know, this is the first time my wife and I have watched a bachelor related show together in our relationship. So that's a big deal to me. And I had a really good time talking to Jessica last night about my experience compared to what he's feeling or what it's like to walk into the mansion for the first time or what it's like to pull up in the limo as the bachelor and to get out and stand there as these women greet you. And you're like, I don't, I don't deserve this or this is weird for me. And, and so I'm, I'm sitting there last night and I'm watching this and I know how hard it was for me. Yes. I, I'm never the one to say the producers don't care. I, I've never said that. And I never will. I think they do. Yeah. I think they do it in the best way they know how. And I don't know if it's a good way, but it's the best way they know, they know, they know how it's not criticizing them. But for me, it was a, it was, it still to this day has some like effect on me personally. It's exhausting. You're breaking people's hearts. You're getting things said about you that are very negative at time and can really strike a chord with you. You're also getting things very positive. Like you're getting things said about you that are very positive and you don't know how to handle that. You don't know like what to believe and what not to believe. And at the end of the day, no human being has training on how to be almost famous. And this poor <laughs> man at 70 years old is experiencing it for the first time. Now, yes, he has some wisdom that I didn't have. He probably has some, you know, some ways of navigating life that he's learned along the way that I don't know yet. But he's also 70 years old and he's gone through heartbreak and he doesn't know what he's getting himself into. Who's taking care of him? Aww. So, so are you sad and scared that he's not being taken care of? I think he is. I think the show is going to learn. I think it's going to be good for the show. My response to this and my response to Jessica was, I think I know and you know these people well enough to know that they're not going to let a 70-year-old man and a bunch of 60-plus-year-old women go through this in the same way they allow 20-year-olds to go through this. They're just not. Yeah. Like, they're not. They're going to have to step up the game in care and in, like, emotional, like, rehabilitation and and allowing them to talk about their feelings and their thoughts and about their disappointment. And it might just be me, Ashley. It might just be me. But I did. I got very emotional last night as I thought about the times in my life that my parents have been really excited for something. Like I know, you know, my Aww. mom puts on the dress and she puts on the makeup. My wedding is a good example. And my dad puts on a suit and he combs his hair. And I know, and I know for me, when I feel really excited for something, right? Like uh, maybe The Bachelor is a good example of that. Or my wedding day is a great example of that still. And you get really pumped for something. And there's a lot of expectation. And there's a lot of nerves. And, 
and I and I wonder what it would feel like if I was in my 60s or 70s and I haven't felt those that excitement in a long time. Like if I've been desiring it and craving it and praying for it and I just haven't felt it. I've been saying like, I, I want something to happen in my life that allows me to feel alive again. And then these women get asked to be on the show and they go to their hotel rooms and they put on their dresses and they put on their makeup and they feel alive again. But then just like every season and we expect it, there, there's a new depth now to letting these women go to me. And there's, I, there's probably a heaviness to Gary because I think he probably feels that heaviness knowing that these women gave up a lot. They took a lot of risk. Not only are their kids watching this, but then their grandkids are watching this. And now I'm going to have to send you home. Like for me, I knew these girls would be all right. Like they're 20 years old. They're beautiful. They'll be fine. They'll find somebody. That's not for me. But this is a very different situation. And I think it brings a weight to this show that I hope the show can bring out. I hope every week I feel that emotion watching this because it makes it a beautiful hour of my life when I can feel that with him again. Ben, this is like one of those scenarios where I'm just like not even really going to respond to you because I think what you said was just great and you really kind of opened my eyes to reading the show in a way that I don't think that I I don't. I did not. I di- I didn't think about how it just like the. I didn't think about the weight. I mean, but you know how it is. I mean, I think to to, to yeah, because like I don't know because I was always just, I was like directly comparing to my experience and being like, oh, okay, this is this is so crazy. This is just my point. Of, this is how I watched it, my point of view, which is wrong now, and I can like realize after you you just said it's like totally wrong. I'm just no. I think that's I think I actually think it's wrong. When you, when I am like young, you know, I'm in my twenties. Like I think like, Oh, I get eliminated from the bachelor. Like, Oh my God, my dreams have been crushed. Like total dreams crushed. Like I'm going to die alone. Nothing's going to compare to this experience. Like I did it. And like, you know, I'm talking about like the girls who like really like nothing came much of it. First night or second nighters. I mean, like, I have, and then I'm embarrassed, but then I'm thinking about these people as if they're more mature than to feel those emotions. And they're like, ah, you know what? Cool experience. Didn't work out for me. He wasn't my guy. Because I think from there, yeah, just after like all that life, you're like, oh, now that was just glad to have experienced it. You know, they say, don't cry because it's over, but like smile because it happened. I feel like they're like truly just smiling because it happened. And then I'm also thinking like, if I'm at that age, and like I have, well, I'm particularly thinking of the loss of a spouse and like, say I'm one of the widows, I'm going to be like, oh, it wasn't him. Well, that's too bad. Again, great experience. Like I had the love of my life. Like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Um, that's just how I would think. Of, that's how I think of it from being a 35 year old watching it. But you can also spin it and think about how the, you've thought of it. Because I think that when you're younger and you're like so striving to have the love of your life that in these women's cases, they may not be looking for like that great love and more just like for companionship and fun. And like you're not do it. You're not like there to find the person that you're going to have and raise a family with, but like more like have your quote twilight years with. And you're like, oh, maybe I can do that with the family that I created with another person. And like, I won't need like the actual Mm. spouse. 
Well, think about so it this I guess way. There's two different not ways to, to look of it. Not to make this like terribly heavy. And we're going to get into breaking down the show in just a second. This is the person you're going to die with. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is a, there, there is a realness to the show that I think I personally, and, and not maybe, and I think there are probably women that did this show that probably respond in the same way you did. That was cool. That was fun. I'm glad I did it. I'm going home and this was a late night and I'm tired and I'm going to take a break. I'm sure that I'm sure that's the case for some, but for others, I do think there's a lot going into this, and I and it's just something about, um, it's it's just a something about last night hit me where I'm thinking about these women and preparing with their daughters on how to flirt with a man again, mm-hmm. like how yeah I was like oh gosh that's the most stressful thing I've ever imagined like these women crushed it last night out of the limos they crushed it in the conversations they were not only beautiful and fantastic but they were funny and they tried new things getting out of the limos and they were flirty and and I'm like now you know again you and I might be have experience when we started this show in doing that and dating and flirting and all those things, right? We were kind of skilled. We had the practice at the time. We were in the dating pool. These- we did, but did we have the inherent confidence that it takes? Because like, you know how they all, you see those memes. It's like 20s, like yeah. just crippling with anxiety. 30s, don't really care what, like I, I'm fully embracing myself. 40s, it's like, I don't care what anybody else thinks. So also like maybe, I don't know. I'd love to see myself at 65. Just in compare, I don't want to date at 65. But I would be interested to know whether I find it more comfortable at that age versus at 25. And I think that's going to be the best question of the show for me because I don't know how to answer that. I don't have parents who aren't together. I haven't seen a lot of 60. I mean, last night was probably the first time in my life I saw saw two 70-year-olds make out. That's probably the first time I've ever seen it. I can't remember the last time. (laughs) And so... I think one of the questions for me through this show will be, what does it look like to be in your 60s and 70s and dating? Is there a confidence? Maybe there's an insecurity still. Maybe there's like so much of a desire that like it, it comes off as insecure. I think this will, you know, just like the bachelor and the bachelorette in its heyday was kind of this like really cool social experiment where you got to see how people reacted with each other in different situations. And you got to learn kind of about human behavior and we kind of saw it all by now, right? We've seen how 20-year-olds react to each other. That's why everybody was wanting you know, people in their 30s, people a little more mature to go on the show so they could see how 30-year-olds react in dating situations. Now, we get to do the same thing, but with people in their 60s and 70s, we get to see maybe they are more confident. Maybe they do let their hair down a little bit. You know, Last night, I would say it was probably pointing to, yes, confidence is definitely a consistent theme throughout all of these women's lives. I can't yeah. say that yet about our golden bachelor. I think he still has some insecurity, which makes sense because, well, I think he just feels overwhelmed by the fact that he has 20 women coming to date him. Um, and, and, and so he's probably just overwhelmed more than anything, but we're going to see if what you think is true. If yes, people in their sixties and seventies do get more confident as they get older when it comes to dating. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. 
we have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that's just and speak to you with a powerful, clean and refreshing scent. Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health slash FAMOUS. All righty. Well, the first woman out of the limo, my goodness, she's Edith, and she's so pretty. She doesn't really make a splash night one. Um, she wore that golden dress, which was great move by, um, well, her fashion senses, but also for the producers to be like yes that dress go with that dress because this is the golden bachelor moment where he goes we're making history you are the first woman out of a dilemma for the golden bachelor who i am and uh yeah she's just beautiful 
makes a nice classy first impression and so does ellen like ellen i think she might be my i think she might be my choice for him if i had to choose right now which is obviously very early on she had a beautiful turquoise like big flower one-sided dress and um she's the one who yelled her best friend's name out because her best friend who she's been friends with for 60 years is going through cancer and this is like an adventure that they kind of took on together to get her on the show. Now we did I, see I do really like Ellen. We did see at the end of the episode that her friend did pass away. This episode was <gasps> dedicated what? to her friend. So I didn't see that. I do want to highlight that, you know, no. um, that's a new element of the show. Right. And it's, you know, death doesn't escape any of us. And I think um, it's a new element of the show again, she, where she to see her. Yeah. And I didn't see this because I was watching on DVR. Oh, no. So, you know, there's there's going to be these storylines. There's going to be storylines that make us like it does. It makes us stop um, for a second. You know, there there's a news article today and I'll pause here and I'll just inter interrupt and say there's a news article today that was kind of like hating on this Golden Bachelor show. Um, it oh, came really? from a big outlet. I won't name out the outlet because that's just not fair. Well, I guess it would be fair. It's public and journalism but um there was and it said that the golden bachelor pretty much missed on a golden opportunity to do something different and i just feel like that is very premature like you can't say that after night one it's premature you cannot sure. say that after night one we don't no, know no. and yeah. last night and yes i had a lot of anticipation i had a lot of excitement nobody that listens to our show did not know that i really want to be involved in this show because i do think it's beautiful in so many ways and it can probably be really beautiful and i hope the show did a good job at making it beautiful because i have no idea at this point but um i think if you look at twitter and you look at instagram and you read the articles from like critics i think people had a general consensus where they felt something more watching this show than they have in years watching reality television and I, and so I don't think they've missed the mark yet. I can't be a critic that says that because it's all, one premature yeah. and two, as you're mentioning, as you run through the 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 woman that stepped out of the limo, there was a, a depth that we don't get to see every season. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Yeah, they they haven't missed it yet. It was good emotional first episode. I can't imagine where they would have. Would have, would have done differently this first episode. It's all about going to be about these one-on-ones to me. Mm. So what they're going to talk about in the one-on-ones and how the one-on-ones are going to make us feel so much different because yeah. you're like, oh, this was, this is heavy. I mean, we, we see a lot of heavy life stuff on one-on-ones in the younger version. Uh -huh. But uh, they're just going to have a lot more to recap about life. Yeah, There's going to be like, in these conversations. hey, tell me your life story. We're, it's like, how much time you got? So yeah. 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 Uh, well, <laughs> I was born here. No, like it's going to be different. Um, and I think, too, you and I have desired this for years. You've been a fan of this show for longer than I have, but I've been a fan of the show for a while. You know, I think last night felt um, very similar to the early seasons of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. I think yeah. for me, there are some characters that I'm really invested into. And so obviously you just mentioned the first two out of limo. What other um, women, I guess, really stood, stood out, out to you on night one that you're like, I, I want to see more of them? 
All right, yeah, let's go through the big ones, the ones that, like, you know, you finish night one, you remember their names, or you remember something memorable from them. Um, Sandra, who, um, incredible, how is she, 70? She looks incredible. She is the one that does breath work with him, but just goes F-word, 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 and it was kind of weird. What was your take on that? Uh, I think she apparently like has a tendency to curse. She likes cursing. She talks about that later in the episode. It may have made more sense. She talked about earlier in the episode because I was like, is she, what word is she saying? Is she saying, I was like, the only word I can really imagine her saying is the F word right now because she's not going to say. No, I imagine (laughs) there just needs to be more explanation of what, like I'm imagining like she's learned in her life. That's like, that's in in a way a contemplative practice. That if she says it, it like releases something inside of her and some like it allows her to get some peace because she's like breathing out the anger or something. I don't know, but we just didn't get an explanation. Um, that wouldn't have been the best first impression for me. No, it would have thrown me off. I would have been like, yeah. and, and I think also like this dude's, I know where he's from. He's from 30 minutes from my hometown. Like he's from small yeah. town, Indiana. I don't think he's used to that maybe he is i don't i know maybe their lake's different than the lake i grew up on but like people are usually a little more like subdued in uh and how they converse but yes i think it probably threw him off but obviously he wasn't that uninterested in it no definitely not she got a rose next up is a very memorable person uh leslie she comes out of the limo she's got a walker she's trying to be frail and he goes so sweetly do you need help Thinking like they actually casted a woman who was like needing a walker and looks like your prototypical like grandmother. Um, and she was like, no. And then she whips it off and she's got this tiny little dress on and she happens to be an ex of princes. She lives in Minnesota, which he's famous, which he famously lived in. And he wrote the song sexy dancer about her so like she says you know when she goes i'm a dancer choreographer she's just not like a dancer she is a like this is a woman who this defines her (laughs) she kind of blew us away she's not gonna be with gary though this is not gary's person i don't know i mean i don't know what he's into yet we haven't i i can't say that i mean she is like (laughs) I can't even. I don't even know who to compare it to from our our the like from the franchise that we'd all be familiar with. I would say she's similar to a Victoria Fuller, to me, because she's like that sexy, like overtly sexy. Yeah, I think she's probably just gonna be like somebody you're like, goodness gracious, like you exude a confidence in yourself and you're beautiful, and I think you're gonna be around a while because he's gonna be like, I have never seen anybody like you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Who else do we have? Um, April. She's the one which, you know, sorry, I'm going to say it because if I don't, you know, I got to say these things. She's got a little work done. <laughs> and, I, and, and that's probably going to be, you know, a, seemed like Twitter was saying that was a consistent theme. I never see that kind of oh, okay. stuff. I'm sure Jessica probably pointed out if, she, if I would have asked her. I don't pay. I don't I don't know what to look for. Yeah, Jared would have had no idea. I was like, uh, oh, yeah. Um, that's a nose job right there. And th- there was like some filler in a lot of these ladies' cheeks that were actually quite obvious to me. It. But you know what? Go for it. I am I I am a proponent, as we all know. I talk about it very openly. Um but yeah, April is also a handful. She says that she's quite eccentric. 
She walked in with an Easter basket because she, she used to grow up on an, a hen farm. Um, she then does Teresa, a little dance. An, the little dance was kind of cute. Like the little yeah. shake. That was kind of cute. She is such a bachelor girl. Yeah. You know, she's just, she was cast because she is a character. Um, Teresa didn't love her entrance as well because she's just a little bit too, um, she was just like a little too coming in hot for me. Um, she said, it's, I came in with my birthday suit because it's my birthday. And then she like reveals, like takes off this coat and like basically reveals like, n- like a nude bodysuit underneath and i was like okay girl like just relax a little bit what do you think well she also is the first to kiss gary right so yeah, she's so coming I just in thought with that she just came on too strong all over but yeah i don't know if that's too strong like i don't know well, he liked it he liked I, it like he liked it i think yeah. i mean kind of like we were talking about earlier what if in your 70s when you're dating you're like i don't want to play the games anymore like just are you into this or not let's dive in let's figure this out like we don't got a yeah, ton maybe. of time to like sit and chat like, if you like me, that's, let's go for it. See, that's still something that, like, I can't relate to at this yeah. age because I'm still like, oh, give me all the hard to get. I love hard to get. Jared even tells me to, like, to this day. He's like, oh, I still make you play hard to get. <laughs> I still ma- I still make you work for it. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, well, that's fun. It, you know, every couple. I just like it. Every relationship has their own dance. And I don't yeah. know what it's like in, their, in your 70s. I mean, every season, if you think about how we break down this show, at some point, we say it's obvious that the lead is into this. And we're able to pretty much identify what the lead's into. Either it's confidence or it's vulnerability or it's insecurity. or They just are really attracted to like the physical parts of people. We don't know yet with Gary. We don't know at all what he could be into. It could be if you're forward, I'm, I'm loving it. Oh, let's mention, though, that she does give him a birthday cupcake during their one-on-one, and he, he definitely alluded. Oh, he gave it to her? Okay. He definitely alluded to him wanting um, a kiss, because didn't he say something like, what would you, yeah. would you clean off the frosting from my face? Yeah, that was hard for me to watch. Um, <laughs> it was hard for me to watch. However, kudos to Gary. Like This dude is pulling out all the stops, and he... Definitely is not acting like he has not flirted in years. Um, he crushed the best in recent memory for me. He has crushed the opening night conversations and lines and filler space and listening. He crushed it. He crushed it here. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to kiss. What would you would you help me clean it off if I put a little icing on his face? And then he does it. And then she does it with him. And it's hard mm-hmm. to watch. I didn't love it, but I think it's cute. Overall. He made it seem like he was like very open to every woman. You know how sometimes when you're watching The Bachelor, mm-hmm. you can tell that like he's just like, ah, this is not going to work out for her. Oh, no, there's nothing there. He just seemed to be genuinely willing to hear everyone out. Like I wouldn't have been intimidated by him if I was one of the ladies because like I really think that he was like, he's like super just accepting and um open ears oh i think so i mean i think his listening last night is a good example to all of us on how to listen and how to Mm -hmm. respond um yeah the last few that stood out to us uh i think for me was aunt chippy obviously jimmy kimmel's aunt is hilarious plant not a real not a real contestant i mean i i I don't know i i've never known (laughs) them to plant but i bet i'm guessing they said like, "Hey, will you just come on? You can only, you only you, you only need to be there for night one." And she said, "Yeah, man, just be yourself." And she said, "I'm good with that." 
I just watched her and I was like, I want to be at the Kimmel family Thanksgivings. Like I can't imagine how funny and weird and wacky they are, but they obviously are something special. Um, you, you know, faith pulls in in a motorcycle. That is just very impressive She's to me. Like, Life with me is going to be like quite the ride or something like that. She had a cute line. So, I mean, a lot of women stood out. I also think we would be doing it a service because we won't get to talk about it again. If we don't mention that Matt James's mom uh, was obviously on the episode, um, very little screen time, uh, very little. I mean, we didn't really see much from her uh, other than kind of telling her, her or telling Gary, hey, my son was the bachelor and he seems to know that. Like he seems he like shakes his head like I knew I, I recognize you or he didn't make it seem like uh, it was a big deal. No, I, I think it should have been a bigger deal, maybe. Um, but you he, think that he understood just, it though? Because I thought that he like took it in, but then didn't react to it. So I was like, maybe he just doesn't get it. Yeah, maybe he does. Doesn't. I mean, it was, it was at this point she was late in the night, and so he kind of probably just was tired. I'm I'm shocked she went home night one because I felt like they should have bonded over something. Like, like I wanted to. See it felt them very talk distant. About the experience, but they obviously didn't hit it off. Off. They didn't. It was pro. She was probably the one that I watched, and I was like, "They have nothing. Like, yeah. there's no chemistry between the two of them." And I'm surprised she's a beautiful person, but like, it was very clear to me that like they they had no chemistry. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. So, Ashley, we're going into the night. What stood out to you, kind of uh, either emotionally or like holistically, as you watched this episode when it came to the cocktail parties? Any stand out to you or with Gary and the women? Well, first off, I want to mention that it does feel like like a blink of an eye that it was over. So it's an hour long show, not a two hour long show, which really means it's 40 minutes. So they did cram in a lot in 40 minutes. And I think the place that we missed the most context with that shop was the um, cocktail party. Yeah. Uh, they, the conversations went by fast. We didn't see a ton of them. But to answer your question... The moments that I like look back and I remember were obviously the two kisses, the one with Teresa and the cupcake, then the other one with Faith, who ends up getting his first impression rose. Um, to me, that feels like more of a genuine, obvi- I mean, yeah, she got the first impression rose. So obviously it's more of like a genuine reaction, um, con- connection there. Um, I think it's more mutual. And then um, again, like I really like Ellen. She just has like really good energy about her. She's like very pretty, and then she also just like feels. Sp- she just feels um like warm and like happy and smiley and outgoing. I don't know. There's just something about that I really like take to her on, and then who else? Um, then there was Sandra explains that she likes the the f bombs. Yeah, was there anything? Was there any other conversation that you that jumps out at you? Well, I think I look at the show, you know, I was looking at the show at this point, analyzing Gary, because these conversations are short. They're at some level meaningless when it comes to the large scope of the show, because uh, they fly by, no Mm -hmm. matter if you're on, um, you know, The Bachelor and Bachelorette, or if you're on The Golden Bachelor, you're looking for instant chemistry. On night one, it's really the lead saying, who am I most attracted to? I don't know a lot about you yet, but who am I most attracted to? Yeah, I do think Gary 
showed last night that he was into people that made more of a concerted effort to get him doing something fun and get him doing something uh, different than everybody else. Well, Leslie did dance with him. And I think that stood out to him. I think that his listening was incredible. Just the, the eye contact that he made and the and the ways that he was responding to their stories and their their reasonings for being there. I mean, a lot of their reasonings for being there was just like, hey, I think you're great, Gary. Like you are a dream. I am so into you. This is the best night of my life, people were saying. And I think he did a great job at navigating um the beautiful moments and the hard moments. And then I think obviously with the rose ceremony, you see him navigate that really well. He got emotional. This is going to be hard for him. And we're going to talk about that as we talk about the preview for the rest of the season. And he got, he got, he also got emotional during some of the conversations, which is really nice to say. And I just want to, before you go on to say that, like, here's a difference between our age group versus this age group. Um, these people say things like, oh my God, this is the best day of my life. Like I couldn't wait. Like, you, you know, like you can show like so much like interest in somebody without it coming off as like creepy or try too hard. Like they just love to hear that they're wanted. Whereas like yeah. if somebody were to say to us, be like, oh my God, I've been watching you and I just, I can't be like, be like, okay, well, can we play a little, can we play a little game here? <laughs> well, I mean, I remember conversations during, the bachelor and bachelorette where people will say this is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. And you're like, what? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like, this is the <laughs> hardest thing you just got let go from a reality television show. And this is the hardest moment of your life. Like you're doing all right then. Like you're fine. I know that's me. I was doing yeah. fine. I, I've i had a quite the, quite the life. I've been very lucky. And, you know, for Gary and these women, when they say this is the best night of my life, like that holds some weight. <laughs> that um, really does. There's well, a lot the of one days. girl said it's the best um, day of my life in a long time. Sure. Yeah. I mean, but they hold some weight. It holds some, it holds some, some days in there. My favorite part of the whole episode, the best part of the whole episode, well, there's two. Two moments stood out to me, I guess. One is I think Gary is drinking orange juice at the cocktail parties. I oh, don't yeah, think it's a was, screwdriver. That was a much, much needed conversation topic. I yeah. think it's just straight orange juice. Like there is be. no vodka in that. It is It is not at all. It is as orange as orange can be. And if there's vodka in it, it's like a splash. He might be a non-drinker. He might I don't be. Know. Or he just didn't want to drink. He probably wanted to drink orange juice at 6 a.m. Because it was 6 sure. a.m. <laughs> he could have been one to drink orange juice. But the fact that he had a glass of orange juice Hilarious. is so great for this. Um, the next is, I mean, I love some of the women's comments. Like, the, my contacts hurt. I just want to take them out. Like, that's just great stuff. I feel that at this age. But the best moment for the whole show for me. The best moment. Yeah. What was, was it? Gary the Gary the Bachelor. Dancing around, looking over his shoulder and says, does anybody have as much fun as we do? Aw. Or, like, or does anybody know how to have fun like we do? Or Like, it was something like you would hear your grandfather say as you're, like, having a dance party in your grandparents' living room as you watch, like, a movie that they know you love. And they go, and, like, they bring out the ice cream with the sprinkles on it because they just want to spoil you. And they just say, does anybody have as much fun as we do? And you're like, no, That's grandpa. So cute. I, I know. love coming to your house. I feel so bad. I like you guys texted that. And I was like, oh, that didn't resonate with me the way it did with you guys. It's like made you and Jess cry. It's like so sweet, though. I totally appreciate the moment. It is so innocent. 
it was an incredibly innocent moment. I think that's a good way to end this podcast is, you know, as until we talk about the the preview for the rest of the season, I think this show on night one to me, if I were to explain in some words, it was innocent. It was emotional. It was exciting. Uh, and I felt the whole thing for the whole hour that it was on television. And for that, I'm thankful. I don't get to usually say that about a show that I spend this much time watching for this podcast. I felt it. And, uh, and I'm excited for the rest of the season. And I'm also very excited that, that I think Jessica and I will watch every episode together and have something oh, to talk about. Sweet. I love because, that. Yeah, this is my job is breaking down this show. And she doesn't love the show. And I get that. Yeah. And I get reasons why. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it probably brings up some weird feelings. Yeah. But this is different enough where she's like, I love this. I love the idea of it. And night one was beautiful. And I hope the show continues to be beautiful. I hope in four weeks we're saying they're nailing it. Like this is so good. And we're not saying they've missed the mark. And I don't think they will. I think I, I think this show is such an easy show to produce. I really do. I think it's the easiest show that they've ever done. I don't to think produce they have to do much. Yeah. You just get you them just out there and you to. get them saying stuff. And they say the funny stuff. They say the weird stuff. They're aggressive. They're awkward. And it's beautiful. I also feel like they probably have a lot less hard of a time getting people to talk about like their emotional stories in their life. You know, they're yeah, just going to serve like, it up. They don't even have to yeah. really ask. They're like, I don't care. I look to try to judge a 70 year old. I know. Like, come on, try to hate on a 70 year old trying to date like you kids, like yeah. fools. Like that's not going to be fun for anybody. Well, the sneak peek of the rest of the season um, is, uh, is wild. It, it, it's captivating. We obviously um, see very similar storylines that we see to other seasons. It feels like now the new bread and butter of the show. He's falling in love with multiple people. Ashley, what do you think about that? 70-year-old allowing themselves to fall in love with multiple people. Well, I'm not surprised. I'm dying to know how many weeks it took to film this show because we know it's significantly less than the normal show, which is two months, which is already really a very fast process. I feel like, uh, but I also think at the same time, these people are probably just like, you serving up the feelings super fast. So maybe the, you know, the reciprocation of the feelings happens faster. I feel like it's, you know how you were saying that the being out of practice with all the heartbreak, it's like, this is, this is where it's really sad is when they get to like the top something, something top four or five. And you're like, oh, oh I think he'll cry every rose ceremony. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh. I'm not surprised to hear that he's going to fall in love with multiple sure. people. Not at all. Um, no. Yeah. He just seems very emotionally available. <laughs> well, I think they're diving in. I think there's yeah. an intentionality to this thing that will make them open up their hearts more. Now, he does have a line that we see that he says, um, you know, He's talking about his wife passing away. So that was the hardest day of his life. And this is a damn close second. I know. And he's and he's bawling. And like he has like he has like the. He has like the uh, like the dad tears, you know, I'm talking about like the the ones that are like the world. Like there's like a a depth to their voice. Yeah. Because like they 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 don't know how to cry. Oh, my God. And and they're not going to let the tears overwhelm them. So they're holding it in. But yet they're so emotional. He's. He's so frustrated um, with what's happening. So obviously, I think we can point to the season becomes very real for multiple people, including our Golden Bachelor. And I think we see that uh, the tears that Gary is showing will not be stopped 
throughout the entirety of the season. I think every breakup is going to be hard for him in a different way. And I think he's going to have to end relationships that he's probably feeling something for because he hasn't felt a relationship in a long time. Even though I do think something unique to this season will be Gary knows what it feels like to have true love. And so that's what he's kind of looking again. for again. Not the same kind of love. Yeah. Something something different, something new. But he's looking for love again. Do you think his wife is in heaven laughing? <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I mean, I would imagine if the daughter signed our back like our bachelor. If the daughter signed the golden bachelor up, they knew that his, you know, his um yeah, his wife wanted. and their mother would want him to do this. Yeah. Like, I think, I think if the daughter is saying, dad, we really want you to do this. They knew it would have been a wish of his late wife. Yeah. And as a result, yeah, I bet she's like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is wild. And I'm so excited to celebrate with him as he goes on the rest of his life with somebody, you know, new, but my memory's still there. And I think there's so much more to break down when it comes to this show. There's so much more to talk about. Can we talk about how weird of an emotional switch it is to go from this to paradise? Well, you almost kind of need it because you go from this heavy emotional show to just foolery. Yeah. I I just felt like almost dirty. I don't know. <laughs> like I it just felt so weird to me. I'm hoping that to sucking toes. These, yeah, sucking toes is like the first scene. And you're like, what is going on? Like I can't can't do this mentally. I can't make this these jumps, but I'm hoping both of these shows do well enough where they have their own nights here next season because if we have to always do Golden Bachelor in a Paradise, I think I'm going to be all twisted up inside. <laughs> all right. Well, every week we're going to have a grandma on the show, or I guess, I don't know if they're all going to be grandmas, but they're all going to be of the age range of these Golden Bachelor contestants. So our first um, Golden guest will be joining us after the break to give her opinion on the night. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that's just 
and speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care, Then you can sit in a room full of sick people, or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/slash famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health slash FAMOUS. So every week here on the Almost Famous Podcast, we're going to start something new, something exciting, uh, something to even continue uh, pushing this Golden Bachelor forward with the Almost Famous Podcast because we just love it so much. We're going to bring on somebody that is in the age range of the contestants on the show, on The Golden Bachelor. We're going to get their thoughts each week on what they saw, what they expected. Was it shocking? Were there, you know, what I'm interested in, Ashley, is was there anything that stood out to them because of like sayings and phrases that maybe they haven't heard in a while because they don't, we don't like say them in our common language today? Uh, maybe they've gone away, but you know, on the show, they're like, no, I remember when people used to say that this week, we have a very special guest, Sherry Sugarman, the aunt of Amy Sugarman, who, uh, produces this podcast. Sherry, welcome to the show. Thank you. So Sherry, what's your initial take on the golden bachelor? I like it. I like it. I think there is a need to show people that are a little more mature and have experienced life. And um, I think this is a, a very nice new approach. I've watched The Bachelor and Bachelorette from time to time. And um, I'm, I'm wondering, you know, what the demographics are. I'm, I'm hoping that you're going to get a very good response. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you are, are, have you heard anything about the viewers? The ratings aren't out yet. Uh, okay. We were kind of hoping they would be. They're not out yet. Yeah. They should be soon. I, yeah. think, I think there's a need for people my age to um, be able to find love, to be able to find love again. We all want to find love. And if we don't already have it, we're certainly looking for it. Well, you have been married to your high school sweetheart for quite some time and you're close to 80. 
would you ever think of yourself as being a participant on this show? If you guys, if you were not happily married. Would I ever think of myself as being on the show? Is what yeah. What kind of personality were. do you think it takes? I think it takes an outgoing personality. That that is that is for certain. I think it's a difficult thing to expose yourself to to the public. You have to be pretty confident and you have to want it very badly. Now, Sherry, you know, I have a few things I'm very interested in when I talk to you. This is the first episode of The Golden Bachelor. You are our first guest to break this down. My goodness. Okay. The criticism, and I, and there is very little, okay, uh, of of this show so far, and and I think as weeks go on, there'll probably be even less because people will get to know the stories of each participant, right? There's been a lot of life lived, a lot of stories of ups and downs, but the criticism so far is that people maybe don't feel like this is a fair representation of people in their 60s and 70s because a compliment to all the contestants and the Golden Bachelor, they're all extremely good looking. Like everybody is beautiful and he's very handsome. Do you, if when you hear that, and these are people in your age range, what's your response? I think they're inspirational. I I mean, I, as a viewer would much rather see people who are physically fit and who are attractive um, to, to represent seniors. I mean, Obviously, some people are ill and, and, you know, have lots of problems and could not be on the show. But for the most part, I, I, I enjoy seeing these women. Well, I have enjoyed seeing these women. We've only had one episode so far. Yeah. Well, and it kind of feels like, uh, you know, 60 today is not old. 70 is not old, right? Like 80 is not old. Yeah. Like the people, I, I live in Colorado. <laughs> 80 might be old, Ben. No, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think you can say I'm that. Fast approaching that. Yeah, that, I don't that. think you can say that. And and I live in Colorado, right? I live on a street that there are eighty five year olds biking, road biking up and down this mountain that I live on every day. Right. Every day, right. I know four of them. They they right. get out and they ride twenty five miles, and they're 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 booking it right now. Yes, eighty five. It means you're in you know the second, definitely the second half of your life. You're in the the final chapters of your life, as the quote on this show said. You know, we're excited for another uh, ten years of love. Is somebody said that? Then that's great. That's a great perspective. But I think what it's showing is, as you get older, it doesn't mean that you just got to sit in a nursing home in a chair all day. Like it, you can still get out there and and have fun. Correct. Correct. So who stood out to you last night? Who do you like for Gary? Well, it's interesting. Um, I I did like his choice for the first impression rose. Um, and it seems like usually in the past, the people who were picked end up not being the yeah. ones at the end. But I like her. I think she's really genuine. I think she's fun. She's attractive. I think she has. She she. she I can check uh, all the boxes as far as you know my my impression of her. And was I think he likes. I think he likes brunettes with long hair. That's I think he I'm, does too. I was noticing that as well. There are many women that I was very impressed with and some not so much. Yeah. Who was not so much for you? <laughs> well, I don't want to get in trouble, but I know that this it's is okay. Hard. Nobody, uh, well, you're I not going to get in trouble. Okay. Well, very pretty, pretty woman. Um, mm-hmm. Very intelligent woman. Um, the chicken lady. I think she just uh, kind of wore me out. 
And um, I have a feeling they're probably, do, do, do you know the one that I'm, that I'm talking about? The one about? that lived April, on the April. hen farm? April, and the one on the hen yeah, farm. April. Right. Yeah, well, April's a handful. Um, we can tell that April's a handful. Yeah, she, she's a handful. She's definitely yeah. a handful. She would be very high maintenance for this lovely Jerry. I mean, I think, I think she would, <laughs> I think she would, but she's amusing. And I, and I, and I like that aspect of the show. Cause I think we always, you always need to keep somebody that keeps you laughing and it, it's, and it's, yeah. And it's, it's worth watching. So did you find it to be more emotional than the main show? Not, not yet, but you know, we've only had, had one, one showing of it so you have to give me a little more time to evaluate that okay he was emotional he was emotional yeah yeah his intro package was just like and i I get that i I get that and i think he's i think men who have lost their spouses who have come from good marriages want that again so i think he's very genuine i think he really is looking for someone to marry do you have any predictions for what's to come this season? Because we saw quite the um, the teaser. It's multiple people are saying "I love you." Now, great. Th- this this show was shot very quickly. I don't even know if it took six weeks to shoot the entire show. So these feelings are developing really. These feelings are developing quickly as well. Well, seniors, we don't have a lot of time, so better to shoot it quickly. My throat in the middle of it. Stop. So, how do you feel like Gary is going to like handle all this emotional pressure? I think it could be a little difficult for him. I think it could be a little bit. So, I think he's he comes over as a very nice man. So, we certainly don't want him to get hurt, and we and he doesn't want to hurt any any other women either. I think that's going to be a, a really a, an issue for him because just saying goodbye to the few that he said goodbye to last night was very oh. emotional for him. So um, sweet to see him cry when the I ladies were leaving. Cry. It was so I nice. So I've never seen a bachelor cry at the first yeah. ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> Men should not be afraid to cry. No. My feeling. The, uh, there was a comment last night, Aunt Sherry. Uh, yeah. One of the ladies... I think I think it was seven years. Said she hadn't kissed a guy in seven years when she kissed Gary, and that made. I think she said several years. Several or seven? seven. I don't know what it was. Um, I think it could have been more than seven. However, it was. It was a long time. Was was that Teresa? Is that? I think it was. Yeah. Um, and that made she sure made up for all those years. She did, right? It was. It was very. It was very nice to watch. Very. aggressive very forward well that was my question to you okay so that when uh-huh. she said that jessica and i both um got watery eyed because we're just like you know this is a very special thing for these these women and for gary right i mean they, they maybe have been a little lonely maybe they haven't had love in a while and then they get asked to be on this show and they get to dress up like think about the the excitement as you're dressing up and you're putting your makeup on and you're going on a date for maybe the first time in seven or several years, whatever it was. Uh, mm-hmm. I would love to hear what you think of that. You know, with your friendships, uh, obviously you're still happily married, but with the, the people that you know that maybe are not any longer due to a loss of a loved one or a separation, like what's your perspective at your age for people who have, you know, not been dating for a while? I think it's difficult. And I think for her, this was an, this is an amazing opportunity. And um, I I just, my impression though, was that I thought she was just a little too forward. Maybe I'm kind of old school, but um, 
thought she should have taken it just a little slower. She's charming. And, and, I, and I certainly would love her to be happy. You know, she's a very likable person. She's getting tips from the main show and all the youngins. Oh, the young people. Okay, probably, probably. Yes, yes. And of course, men like Jerry, I mean, you know, they they don't want to be rejected. So when they meet somebody like Teresa, who's somewhat forward, I think it makes him feel wonderful Mm. that, you know, he's so he's so admired and and she would like to be with him for so much, you know, so much, but it was only, it's only the first time they met. So I'm saying, wait a minute, let's just go a little slower. That would just be my opinion. I I do think that's an interesting dynamic because obviously, you know, if if you're in your thirties, you know, it's not uncommon. I think the question that I used to get asked when I was dating was, would you kiss on a, you know, like to girls would, ask each other, like, would you kiss somebody on their first date, right? Especially growing up in the church. That was a very common question of, would you kiss somebody on your first date? And they would all chatter mm-hmm. about it. And the guys would talk about it too, right? So it wasn't un, uh, uncommon to kiss on a first date. But as I think about, you know, my even my parents' generation, um, which is, you know, in their 60s and mid-60s now, like I think it would have been uncommon for them. I think that would have been something that would have been frowned upon. I think it would have never. I think it'd been very taboo to even bring up, um, even if people were doing it. I don't think it was a question even offered to be asked. And so you're right. It's interesting to think. Yes, now we've watched a few people kiss. You know, on the first night, and and that has to be a really big deal to them. Well, that was quite a kiss. Yeah, I mean, they're making out. A little peck on the on the cheek. Who was the woman who was who came um, it, who, who was on roller skates? Who presented herself in the beginning on roller skates? I know that there's the aerobics teacher who is an ice skater, roller skater, whatever. But she was the one that came in the walker. Is that correct? Uh, the one in the walker, yes, I think, ended yes, up being the, the one that walker. said she dated Prince. Yes, because that was that's what she's going to be known for. To me, is the woman who dated Prince, and he wrote a song about her. Okay, and was she Leslie, or am I getting this mixed? She's up? Leslie. Yeah, okay, got it. But then there was a woman that came in on roller skates, not Leslie, and I can't oh. remember who she was. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, but I can't remember. I don't know her name. I can't place it. You know, the so. speaking of what you're just saying, though, the the interesting thing shared to me is as we watch this season go by, and as I said, I get to watch 85 year olds up and down my road all day long biking. Was like they're mountain climbing. Like they're they're going down mountains uh, on this show that was shown in the previews. Um, right. Like they they are not taking it easy on anybody now. And, and and I say that with maybe the meanest thing they'll do to anybody all season. I think it was inappropriate. Jessica, and I thought talked about a thousand different ways they could have done this better. They made these poor people stay up through yeah. the night. Into really wrong. the morning. <clears throat> I don't do that at all. It was the first time the host has ever said it's the last rose this morning. Oh my! I think there was an emphasis on like, yeah, we just made these Not people stay up the, all night this evening. It was never. It's never been brighter in there. It was like really weird. <laughs> well, that's something that we were not privileged to see. So yeah, we, you were. We no, you saw it. You saw it, it, it was light in that room, and he said this morning. Oh, it was late in that room. Oh, no, okay. it's so light. We were aware of the, the morning time. light uh, you, through the well, windows. I guess you would have to yeah. have been in that room okay. before because you know to look to the so. windows. I think that, 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 yeah. So, when was the last time you stayed up all night, Sherry? 
Oh my gosh. I guess a few New Year's Eves ago, not, not on a regular basis. I'm an early riser. I'm a golfer. So I get up at the crack of dawn and, and then, you know, about 10 o'clock I'm done. But uh, you put you know, in more hours life. than me. I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a morning day person, but I have a lot of friends who stay up till two, three o'clock in the morning, but then I don't call them until 10, 10 or 11 in the morning. You know, they're, they're, they're late, late risers and they stay up at night, <laughs> but it's not my style. The, uh, I like to be out. I, I, you put in more hours than I do then. I'm an, I'm an early, early to bed, early rise. I just think it was painful for, it had to be painful because I've been in that experience as the bachelor and knowing what is it, what it feels like to be so tired. And then to know that, yes, these people are, you know, all, when I was the bachelor, I was in my mid twenties. And so to know 50 years later, they were putting in the same they type of hard. hours. That's not fun. In fact, Jimmy Kimmel. I admired them. I, I, I admired them. Yeah, I mean, I, I admired yeah, they, a they lot. They 24. Yeah, I bet you those women. Gr- those I women. I think you chose well. I mean, I think the the the, the uh, program, you know, whoever books all the people, I mean, they, 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 they picked well so far. Now, I, I think it's going to turn into somewhat of a train wreck because it always does. I'm just kind of waiting for that to happen. And I guess that's what makes people view the program a little bit more. I like it when people are funny but not, you know, crazy, crazy. I'm, I'm honestly looking forward to more sappy stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will definitely continue to watch it. It, it held my interest. I hope many continue my interest to watch more it. than the bachelor and bachelorette lately, but then, you know, that's, it's more age appropriate for me. It's more realistic for me to see this. Well, I can identify with that. My, my final, our final thought with you, Sherry is a question I have. Um, obviously again, we'll mention that you've been happily married for how many years? <laughs> and I'm really going to give away my age. I am going to be married in June, 60 years. That's amazing. Whoa, Some, that's amazing. Something incredible. So I married my high school sweetheart and I married him when I was very, very young. And he is the twin brother of Amy's father. Okay. Well, very cool. You know, Again, the final thought here is watching last night, There, there's always, I mean, for Ashley and myself, one of our favorite parts about talking about the Bachelor franchise is, yes, uh, the f- drama and the funny things are great and they're entertaining, but there's moments, I think it will happen more during the, during the Golden Bachelor than it does during the other shows, where the show really kind of like makes an impact with reality. All of a sudden, you feel like you, you, you know you're watching something that will affect this person after the show like is that. done. And and I think that brings that's that's a really good part of reality television. When you feel like you can relate or you feel like the 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 people on your television are feeling something that you you know is going to impact them. And last night watching our Golden Bachelor and Jessica and I were th- talking about this forever. Jessica cried through the whole show. Um she just <laughs> just gets emotional. She's just an emotional person. But you know, he he was married for 43 years to his sweetheart. Um, she sadly passes away. He uh, that's It's been a few years since she has passed away. And last night was probably the first time he has had to break up with somebody in mm-hmm. 50 years, right? For me, again, to relate it back to the other show, I, it wasn't an unfamiliar feeling for me. I, I, you know, I didn't go out there breaking up with everybody, but I... I, I I knew yeah. it was something that could be expected. And I had some, some training, I guess, during that time and doing it. 
even if it was still was hard. 50 years of not hurting somebody else's feelings, relation, you know, romantically. Mm. Sherry, mm. what would you say to that? Yeah, I think it's it's you know you've you've had no no practice. It's it's a it's a hard thing. And as I said, he's a he's he appears to be very genuine. So he doesn't want to hurt anybody. This is going to be the most difficult part for him is when he has to say goodbye to these women. Sarah, you married your high school sweetheart. Have you ever broken a heart? Have I ever broken a heart? No, I, I, I don't think I ever have. I dated a little bit in between and so did my husband, but no, no, I, I, I haven't experienced that really. Although have you- in my marriage, I think I've sometimes broken my husband's heart and he's broken mine at times and we've, you know, been able to get, get past it. But I, I mean, I've, I have, I have felt that emotion from time to time. Mm-hmm. Wow. My my mom and dad, they've been married for over 40 years now, but they got married when my mom was 22 and met when my mom was 20. And my sister and I are sometimes, we say to her, we're like, you don't even know what heartbreak feels like. Like, that's so crazy that you're just like going to go through life like, marriage, not knowing. You can experience it with your spouse. I, I believe that. Yeah. It might not be a breakup, but it's it can it can be heartbreaking. Hmm. Marriage is difficult. It really is difficult, you know, and you have to, you can, it's easy to be lovers in the beginning, but, you know, to remain friends, that's the challenge. That is the Mm -hmm. challenge. I believe that. Mm -hmm. Coming from a wise old woman. Right. Well, (laughs) you're a a beautiful woman yourself. Um, Thank you for being our first guest breaking down um, the Golden Bachelor. I was honored to be your first guest. I was a little bit nervous, but thank you for inviting me. No nerves here. I didn't want to turn my niece down. So good (laughs) luck with this program. And um, I will pass the word on to my friends to to please watch it. Let's do some watch party, Sherry. Come on. Get the people together. Let's pour the wine. Let's celebrate. I can do that. Let's show everybody that that, uh, age is just a number. And love exists for as long as you want it to. Aunt Sherry, thanks for coming on the podcast. You're so welcome. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Well, this has been it for the Almost Famous podcast. Again, this is episode one of The Golden Bachelor. We had a blast breaking it down. We have a blast watching it. We'll keep watching it and keep breaking it down right here on the Almost Famous podcast. But until next time, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. 
Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and Gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.